I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi guys, it's Deb and Laura, and this is our 100th episode of I I Got got the Hell Out. Out. All right, did you ever think we'd reach 100? Not in a million years. Okay, and we through it. Well, you know, we got other things to talk about before that. Unless okay. you want to talk about that. About what? Our 100th episode. Oh, I was like, I thought that's what we we're going to talk about. We're getting off to a great start. I, well, we had a cool, I, I texted you this morning and I'm like, I don't have a cooler recipe. Mm-hmm. And what did you text me back? That my friend Sherry suggested one. And it, for the 100th episode, she said, get a gold goblet, pour in some Dom Perignon and that's it. Okay, but we have to trailer park trash it up some with sprinkling in whatever little flavor of um, Kool-Aid you want on the top of it. Okay. Okay? Sure. So that's our 100th, and here's our clink. 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 <laughs> with our gold goblets. With our gold goblets. With our gold goblets. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone for the 100th episode ideas. Uh, most of them we couldn't do, guys. So it just, it, you know, uh, have a team up with Leah Romini, uh, Rachel Bernstein, do a video and put it on YouTube, um, do a live episode. I had to giggle at that one. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, somebody suggested we go to Cultiville and do one, which that costs a lot of money. That costs a lot of money. But could you imagine how funny that would be just like set up a table with a laptop, like, right outside of their gates. Oh, that would creep me out so bad. I don't think I could do it. I I don't really think if I could. If you could do it, though, how funny would that be? I, I would have the biggest, massivest uh, panic and anxiety attack ever. And, and Oh, I'm sure you would. Um, yeah, I, I got driven towards that property at one point, you know, years oh, later. Oh, you were saying that you just freaked out. I, I... Well, how could you not? I freaked the hell out. And all my brain kept thinking was, is this person is taking me back to the sanctuary and I'm going to be chained underneath it and tortured, you know, for mm-hmm. all of eternity. Let's go back to a better thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> that went dark real fast. Um. Yeah, some parts of it is still dark. I mean, I... I really, I mean, I've been back to that city and I don't even, I cannot make myself drive down that road that has the road that goes to the gates. Mm-hmm. And I've tried. I'll, I'll try again if I'm ever there. But um, yeah, somebody suggested a flyover. Oh, that well, we do have a pilot. Well, he's not licensed yet. Okay. Go Kringle. Um, but... Uh, Jeff W. Mm-hmm. I ran into him this week. It was it was it was nice to see you know people I kind of know. All right. Now was he was he in the cult? No, no, no. Oh, just an old friend. No, I work for his parents. He's the one that used to scare me all the time. Oh, gotcha. But like he remember I I I said Vesuvius right. downtown Carnegie. Yes. Um, they call the volcano the shiny volcano. Okay. And they appreciated the shout out from us. All right. 
Hi, shiny volcano. <laughs> but interestingly enough, he built his own planes and drones and things. And he was telling me about one of his drones that has this, like, I guess it's a capacity that it has a holding area and it'll open up and drop whatever oh, wow. it's got. Um, and I would have loved to have, you know, financed him to go down there and do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've discussed this. It, it just wasn't Not going to happen. But um, thank you guys for all of the suggestions. Uh, Sarah P. said a hundred questions this episode. Which is just not a possibility. We'd have to be answering more than oh, one a minute. Lord. How could you? I couldn't even begin to think of a hundred questions. Uh, we'll do our best with the questions okay. we've got. Cause All right. We got a shit ton. Okay. Let's get rolling then. Um, shout out to Ken G. He did not have a question. He just liked to say thank you for what you do. And he loves our podcast. So hi. Oh, hey, thank you. Look, I am so. Look arg- at you with your note cards. I have index cards. I am so impressed. Are you? I really, seriously, I am. I put a lot, a lot of work into this one with down to index cards. Very impressive. It killed like me. It's all professional. I, I have like 10 or 12 index cards in my hand, and I had to open a pack of 900 to get these. It about killed me. <laughs> I, I searched all over where I hoard supplies. Did I just use that word? Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't find a smaller pack than 900. Why in God's name do you have a pack of 900? Well, where, first of all, where do you get a pack of 900? Well, it's three packs of 300 apiece packaged together, and you get it at Office Depot. Why? I don't know. I had a 25-cent sticker on it. How could you not buy 900 index cards for 25 cents at a yard sale? I guess they came in handy now. I, 25 cents i needed index Who cards knew? and now and now i have you know 880 some extra <laughs> if anybody needs index cards let us know okay all right next question um well we got some other stuff all right okay um tomorrow is january 20th mm-hmm and hi, son. It's my son Kat's birthday. Aww, 21st birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Where does the time go? No clue. I'm going to post some nifty pictures of me and him and his brother. Okay. And also happy birthday to my adopted daughter, Justice, on the same day. She turns 25. Happy birthday. She's having a crisis about this, and I'm like thinking, honey, you don't even know. I. <laughs> She's having a crisis. She's 25? Yeah. At 25. Oh, sweetheart. Okay. Um, this is for every single ex-member out there. Um, even for those who don't listen to this, please pass it on. Um, please, please, please visit the um, ex-survivors page. Um, somebody needs some real help, and we're the only people that can help. Um, shit's going down and we're basically needed and only like five people have answered this person. So, um, please get the word out. Um, we've done this once before and we can do it again. Wow. Did this person just leave or can I mean, can I ask that? Did that person Uh, just leave or they just kind of, they just asked that that they needed some help. And I, I, I told them to post on the ex members page. Um, and I'm just, they didn't want any particulars given out. Gotcha. Nothing. It's just, 
Something of importance that the ex-members can really, really help out with. Okay. So, um, thank you in advance. And thank you for everybody um, who shared the lifelines that I posted mm-hmm. this week. Um, I, when I come across different things that have different ads on them for helplines, I try and post those. Because you never know. I was just going to say never that. Know. You never know. Who needs to hear it, needs to see it, or can even pass it on that day. If mm-hmm. only if it only benefits one person, right? it did its job. Yep. Okay. Oh, and I forgot to mention last week the uh, pictures of the desks. Oh, the ones with you, the ones that you refinished? Yes. Okay. Um, my mom reminded me that pedophile fe- father-in-law mm-hmm. ended up getting them for me. And I can't remember. I think maybe there was someone who had tried to run a culty school and it kind of failed. Maybe he got the desks from there. Oh, okay. I don't know because they actually had no children. All their children were grown. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, and But if you look in the picture... Jesse has a baby monitor up to his head like he's right. play talking on a phone. I had so totally forgot until I looked at that picture that his brother was little, probably about a year old, and still going down for naps. Mm-hmm. And he loved his little brother. And he had a bad habit of going in and waking the baby up so he could play with him. And I caught on to it, and I you know, told him he's the big brother and... This whole spiel. Right. And I gave him the baby monitor so that he could walk around with it and listen for when his brother woke up. Problem solved. But Is that what he was doing, listening? He, he was Aww. listening for his brother to wake up because he was not allowed to go in and wake him up. He'd come running up to me. See, see, he awake. He's awake. Aww. And I go, okay, go get him. You know, and he'd go in and back when we had crib rails. Mm-hmm. And he'd drop the crib rail and reach in and bear hug his brother and you know, take them out, pull them out. Good times, good memories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a cult. We lived through it, but you know, there are those things that do make you smile and times you wouldn't have had. Do you know what I mean? Right. All right. Now. Ha 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 ha. Oh, we're on to the questions. I don't know yet. Oh my God. What? Oh, I can tell you that. Well, Okay, we can get to some questions. Okay. Let's start with Jessica C. How did you guys meet? Now, I wasn't sure if it was Kenny or you. So, I met Ken. Oh, oh yeah. Right. I see what you're saying. So, I met Ken in South Carolina. I stopped at a mutual friend's house. And he comes walking through the door and said hi and promptly went into a bedroom and fell asleep. And were you like... I was like, wow, your boyfriend's really cute, you know? And she's like, oh, no, that's not my boyfriend. He just gives me a couple bucks to come here and crash out for a few hours, okay? And I was like, well, okay, I'll be back. But I picked him up so I can't ever, you know, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) As for me and you, how did we meet? Through an ex. Of mine. And and he was featured for a few minutes on on, an, uh, on a partial little bit called Bitchin' About Bob. <laughs> do you remember doing that? Oh, shit. Now I do. Now that you said that. Yes, I do. You were so angry that day. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But what did Bob suggest to you when you were dating him? 
I have no idea what you're talking about. That you needed a cleaning lady. Oh, I'm like... Are you lost? No, I was like, what direction that could be going in a minute? How did we meet? Right, 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 right. Right. Yes. And I... And I was like, that's a damn good idea. Um, yeah. And I think I met you all of one time because you work nine to five. Right, right. And I never saw you after that. I Here's a key. Do my shit. Don't yep. steal my stuff. Don't We're good to go, you know? <laughs> Don't steal my stuff. Well, not that you said that, but when somebody hands you a key to their house, basically it's implied, don't steal my shit. Okay? <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, that leads to the next question, which comes from... Okay. Um, crap. I don't know what I did with it. Um, I'll just go to any question. Okay. Well, questions for you. Uh-oh. Uh, what do you mean? Uh-oh. What do nothing, you mean? Nothing. Go ahead. What is it? Okay. We'll, we'll start with Kathy F., um, you know what? I'll find it eventually, but the question was, and I'll give the person credit when I find it. What was your first thought when you found out I was in a cult? I thought that is so cool. Really? I did. Honest to God, I did. I was like, that is fascinating. I don't even remember it coming up, really. I think maybe I, I had been working for you for like a year and a half or something like that, and you came home to get your dog for a vet appointment or something. Mm-hmm. How the hell does that come up in conversation? I have no, I had, I think it had to do with your last name. I don't. I think somehow it came up to do with your last name. So you heard of my cult before? Or maybe you asked me if I was related to somebody and I said, no, I got that from joining a cult. Right, right. That was it. You asked me, do you know the the so-and-sos from like around here? Right, And I laughed and said, right, no. And it was kind of like, no, I got that name. Right. Yeah. And, you know, most people look at you really weird um, because a lot of times when I have to spell my first name for people, Mm -hmm. they're like, wow, that's a really unique spelling of your name. Where'd your mom get that? And I'm like, it wasn't my mother. It was me when I joined the cult. You're required to change your name to a culty name and have these three letters Mm -hmm. in it. Oh, no. I was like, tell me more. Yeah. And then it sent sat stagnant for what another three years i think yeah although i did text my brother guess what because you were working for him as well i don't remember you i know you were because that's how how else would he have known you i don't know You know what i mean so he knew so i texted him I'm like guess what uh thank you bob that you liked this because i got many fingerlings of jobs off of this yeah it's good for something right okay Kathy F. says, Laura, when you put make a podcast on your bucket list, did you ever imagine how it would turn out? Good Lord, no. No. No, not in a million years. No, I I knew that it would get up and running because I figured, I mean, really, if you put your mind to it, it can get up and running. I did not have any idea it would go on this long or that we would have listeners all around the world. That is just... That blows my mind. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, this blows my mind, too. Um, She also asks, uh, what else is on your bucket list? Oh, God. Ooh, let's see. Um, I want to go to Australia someday. Ooh, me too. Definitely go to Australia. I have two friends that live there. We got a couple people we can stay with who are listening. Well, family and friends we've never met. 
Yeah. Yes. Um, what else is on my bucket list? Oh my God. Um, I would like to write a book someday about mental health. That would be awesome. Which I would like to do. I don't even know how to begin with that, but you know, one of those things, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. Okay. Um, other things on my bucket list. Oh my Lord. I don't, I don't even know. Oh my God. I wish I would have had time to think about that. Well, if you think of something, blurt it out later. How about you? What are some things on your bucket list? I, I, I See, don't. it's just like, ooh, I don't know. I, I, I don't really think I have a bucket list. I just take the opportunities that are presented to me in life and go, yeehaw, and make the most of it. Like, I went to see the freaks in the Mud Hall Commune way back in 93, and this whole big story that's still happening unfolded in front of me from one choice I made. Because I didn't right. have to go, right? But I got all excited because. Well, but what? What did you ever think? What ha- would have happened if you didn't go to your friend's house that one day when you met him there, and you're like, "Oh, your boyfriend's cute." Did I... you ever think like, where would you be now? <sighs> um, not really, because I've come to accept that everything that's happened in my life makes me who I am. I'd be somebody totally different because I wouldn't have gone through the things I went mm-hmm. through. The same as you, right? Right. Um, we're going to head off the pending post for a bit. All right. How does that sound? You go for it. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, Jane L. is uh, helping us by... Um, there's a workshop for former members helping professionals and families, I guess, for leaving abusive and cult-like situations. Mm, okay. Love to attend, but it's in Philly. Oh, not going to happen. Philly's pretty far. I, I like when I meet people from, um, you know, other places, and they're like, oh, I have a friend who lives in Philly. Maybe you know them. And it's like... Ooh. Two opposite ends of the state. What is it? Six or eight hours between us driving? Something like that. Yeah, it's about maybe five or six. It's far. Um, Thank you to everybody who let us know how we can let other people know where to find us who's having trouble. Um, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Right. Most of the smartphones today come with a built-in podcast player. Just pop us in. And Dana R., okay, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I know her or not. Why? Because she writes episode 65, The Cactus Moon. I vaguely... Wasn't re- that a bar? It, it was a something? two-step bar where okay. you could go and drink and dance. and. Um, but she says, I remember going there. The references to, quote-unquote, the city bring back so many memories, some of them even good. And that's why I was saying, you know, the, the memories about Jesse holding mm-hmm. the film. You know, that's a sweet memory that I look back and I'm like, that never would have happened. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dana, let me, let me know if I knew you because I'm kind of intrigued. Okay, now we talked about the get your beds ready for Myrtle. Yes. Okay, now Beth D writes to us and this just cracks me up. Mm-hmm. And honey, I hope I say the, the, the name of your town correctly. Okay. She starts out, get your beds ready. Got nothing on me. I have a group that does a charity event every year. We started with a group of crafters who made scarves and hats and put them in the town square for anyone who needed them. Six years later, it's a whole group of people who crochet, 
knit, sew, or donate all kinds of warm things for our community. We have over 1,200 warm items, such as hats, scarves, gloves, and socks this year. Because we started this group with crocheters, we call ourselves the Elira Hookers. <laughs> the name has caused much pearl clutching among the community. Here is a picture of myself and the coordinator of another community group with bags and bags of hats and scarves. Beth, I love the name. That is beautiful. It's 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 beautiful. So we're going to approve you on there, and you know anybody can. That's so awesome, though. Did she say twelve hundred items? Yeah, there's pictures That's on awesome. there, and it's just bags upon bags that other people were like, somebody needs to be warm, and I like right. to I like to my anxiety. I keep busy knitting scarves because mm -hmm. maybe you can't knit a hat because it takes a little more. Ooh, I don't Lord, know. Yeah, but you can knit scarf, you scarf after scarf right? after right. scarf. Um, and Chris S. reminds us that marriage and engagement, pregnancy, and new children, they're all amazing things to celebrate, but they're not the only things to celebrate in life. Mm -hmm. um, don't forget to celebrate your friend who maybe ran a marathon, raised money for a charitable event, left a toxic relationship, who maybe went back to school. Um, is taking steps to heal from whatever happened to them. These are things to be celebrated too, guys. And a lot of times Great. people tiptoe around this stuff. So no more tiptoeing. You hear me all? What? <laughs> no more tiptoeing. Well, sometimes things you think are... Celebrate the small things. Yes. Yeah. And um, ex-member Mel, she, she, she reminds us to surround ourselves with pierogi, not negativity. Oh, yeah. I love pierogies. Oh, my God, do I love pierogies. <laughs> okay. Um, Questions? Well, we're getting there now. We did all pending posts. Okay. So we have none of those left over. Okay. Um, I'd like to say hi to Emma R. Her question um, was she's moving to Allentown soon, and what's exciting to do there? I have no idea. <laughs> now, Allentown close to us or Allentown, Allentown? Isn't there one that's near us? Well, like a neighborhood or something? Yeah, that one's by Coriopolis and only 10 minutes away. Right. But I really don't hang that direction. Even though it's only 10 miles from me, I couldn't tell you a thing about it. So, Emma, R, if you do end up at the Allentown, it's like 10 minutes from us. Um, maybe uh, we'll, we'll meet up go. With you. Yeah, we'll meet up with Heck you and yeah. go explore together. And not the scary parts of town either, the, the, the nice-looking parts of town. Because right. we don't go to the sketchy ones. Bad, mm -hmm. bad shit happens in sketchy places. Okay. Um, would you like to get back to something that I, I didn't get to last week that what? I just totally found hysterical? What? Perusing their official page. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you go into the notes section... Okay, because there's different sections that you can really go to on when they have an official page type thing. You mean the notes section in... See, I'm pointing photos, videos, notes. Oh, gotcha. You okay. go into notes, and look, it, it gives you the explanation of the gematria that they're using. Oh, gotcha. So anybody who's interested in that, here's their own explanation. We don't have to guess about it anymore. Now, underneath that, Easy peasy, easy peasy cheesy bread. 
Oh, good lord. Okay, now, there's actually two more recipes, slow cooker steak and fettuccine alfredo, which I don't know how you make without milk. Um, but before that, the last time something was posted was June 7th of 2016. Oh, my gosh. Now, basically, before that, there are a year... I didn't care to go back any farther. Mm -hmm. Somebody's job at the cult was to post one thing of Proverbs every day. Oh, jeez. And I just kept scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And it was day after day, just one post on this notes. Now... June 7th, 2016, what happened after that, that this person stopped doing that? Did Maybe they, they quit? Left. Maybe they left the cult. Were they being reprimanded? Were they being punished? Because, see, they take things from you that make you happy. So if, ah, maybe this made them happy and they're like, mm, no more. I don't know. But whoever took it over um, basically gave three, giving recipes. three recipes. And and this was, I mean, June of 2017 last um, and if you want to go to the community section, that was quite hysterical also. What? I'm just laughing at them. It's, it's a trip. It is a complete trip. You go from, I don't know how long of doing Proverbs to... Cheesy recipes. Cheesy, cheesy bread recipes. Every one of those had cheese in them too. So did somebody have access to it and was like kind of making fun? Do you know what I mm -hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready to get back to questions? I've been ready for the past 10 minutes. I know you have. Okay. Um, now, I told you it took me a long time to get ready to do this because my right hand's kind of messed up and it get writer's cramp after like mm -hmm. three minutes. Okay. Um, so the questions that I already have done or have given were just simple one-liners or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to screenshot some of these. Oh, okay. Makes sense. And look, I'm actually at screenshots. We're prepared for once. Yeah. It's the 100th episode. It only took 100 episodes. I only took 100 episodes. Okay. Now, I put out there on Facebook, uh, gosh, it was Wednesday. I felt really bad. I went, oh, shit, I forgot to do this for the questions. Mm -hmm. So I popped it out there, and Brittany H. says, hello, I'm not caught up yet um, to episode 100. She's only on 53. She was wondering if the elders and little man are the same, if they eat the same food as the rest of the common people when you attend feasts or did they get a designated plate just for them? Ooh. Well, see, that's interesting because we used to have um, potlucks. Mm-hmm. And apparently some people, um, you know, would bring old food. Ooh. Um, I, I did mention, I think one time the lady who went and got grasshoppers and crickets and pulled the legs and the wings off and added them into the rice dish. Okay. Which is biblically totally fine. She argued that point forever. I didn't eat none of that, but I thought it was quite creative. Oh my, oh. But, um, the Seder meal, it is the elder's job to serve the people. Someday when I get to post pictures of the people in this place, mm -hmm. I have one of my favorites is my son. He's like two and a half tops. And he's got this look on his face like, yeah, right. And the leader's behind him serving my kid food. Mm -hmm. um, they probably did have their own food in the back because remember, you, somebody unclean couldn't serve them. 
Oh, okay. So if any one of them was unclean and they were serving another priest, they couldn't eat it. Gotcha. And if you touch a pan of food with a gloved hand with a plastic spatula, that whole pan becomes unclean. Look at you roll your eyes. Good Lord. So would little man and like the elders, would they have the same types of food or would they have like a whole completely different menu? No, it was always, um, you know, the sides of beef that were buried in the coals for the Seder meal and, you know, the tortillas and whatever was being served. And why somebody put raisins in the coleslaw one year was just totally beyond me. <laughs> that was the first time I got reprimanded for stealing. What would you steal? Raisins. To put in there? Or what did you, wait, What? I it was I was helping out for the feast, and one of my jobs was to help make the pan after pan after pan of coleslaw. Where'd you steal the raisins from? Well, my job was to put the raisins in the coleslaw. Ugh. And here I am, like, six months pregnant, and they gave me a five-pound bag of raisins. Did you eat them? I ate most of the bag of raisins. <laughs> And when I went to go ask for another bag, they wanted to know why I needed another five-pound bag so quickly. And that's when I was informed I had stolen something and I had to repent oh, and pay so for to it and all kinds of shit. Oh, my God. Magic little prayers on your knees, ablutions, pay money, repent. All because of raisins. 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 Okay. Repent for the raisins. I'm okay. sorry. Um. She also asks, were you ever worried to eat the food during the feasts or just in general out of fear of the potential of a Jim Jones type of event occurring? Um, not really, because the only meal that was always served that we all ate was the Seder meal. That was the only one. Other than that, people ate at the restaurant. People ate at other people's places. I personally made all our meals. I just couldn't see spending like $300 on a meal ticket or whatever it was. Because mm -hmm. you ain't getting no $300 worth of food. Right. And it was nasty anyway. Think, think gallons of canned goods with black and white labels that are one quarter of the price of what you buy at Sam's Club. Gotcha. And where they found this stuff, I don't know. But like you go to eat the canned green beans and they're so... Like squishy. They're they're French cut to begin with and squishy and they're probably like animal grade food. Oh. I don't know. But we ate at the cafeteria our first feast and it was nasty as all get out. So we never did that again. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Okay. Well, did you ever think in general, like there could be a Jim Jones episode coming up? <sighs> Me and you have discussed what I think might happen, but we're not going to give them any ideas. Right. But as for food-wise, no. We talked about how um, basically they may or may not have given Robbie food poisoning. He was the only one. Mm -hmm. So I do believe the food has been tampered with before, but not to an extent that I don't think they would kill everybody. Okay. Well, then their fun would stop and their money would stop rolling in. Questions would be asked. That's true. Come on. We can't have that money stop. No, we, we can't. Um, her last question was, did you notice anything that was stereotypical, kind of like how they're depicted in movies and shows of a cult when you were there? Um, the interesting thing is, like, 
you really don't realize you're in a cult. I, um, ex-child member Brandon says that he remembers, you know, talking to friends um, when he, 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 he says, um, Leon, Leon J, this is a good question because I was in the same place as Deb. And you know what? I left for many reasons, but still never considered a cult until I was out and talking to people about my past. And my friends were like, bro, you were seriously in a cult. Wow. And, you know, my mom recognized it as a cult, but do you think Kenny would listen? No. 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 Not even when, like, the really weird shit came out. Okay. Okay, anything else to say about that? Mm -mm. Now, Gabrielle M. says, does Kenny stand or sit when he wipes his... Okay, I don't think I need to know that. Did Kenny wear tidy whitey? Nope, not that. <laughs> Did Kenny open the car door for you when you started dating? I don't remember. The first traumatizing thing was him taking his hat off last. Oh, you said that. Oh, and get this. It's been reported to me from several people. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Kenny has a toupee now. No. I, I will pay for a picture. Oh, Anybody my can snap gosh. me a picture. <laughs> I would love it. Um, again, this comes from several people. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I tend to believe it. Oh my God. After all these years of being bald, the man decides to cover Why? his head. Why? Oh Guess the baseball cap wasn't cutting it. I don't know. Do you watch that um, TV show, that 70s show? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, the next door neighbor with the curly hair. Right. I, I was watching it the other night and apparently they were making fun of him for wearing a toupee and he just rips it off. He's like, you're right, I shouldn't be embarrassed and he rips it off and everybody's cracking up and they're all telling him to put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't, did Kenny open the car door for me when we started dating? I, I don't think so. He bought me many beers and other stuff. Does that count as the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Gabrielle. I, I really don't remember that. I, and the only person that can answer that isn't here. Okay. Um. Barbara S., where do you think the line between a regular church and a cult is? Got any guess, Laura? Ooh. Um, she says, I know there are official criteria, but I'm interested in a survivor's perspective. What do you think? I would say if you're leaning more towards a cult, you have to... It excludes you from your family and other people if they're not following. Yeah, but is that? I mean, I a lot of them still that do that, even if you're with a church, uh, like the Jehovah Witnesses. If you're not with them, you're not technically against them. Mm -hmm. But if they can't convert you, they just leave you alone. And if you leave, you're dead to them, just like my cult. Right. So, I personally would answer that that there's a lot of cults out there I would kind of put pretty much every religion I've ever looked at studied compared it to as a cult of sorts think about it if people and books wouldn't have told you what to believe spiritually mm -hmm. 
you would not have these thoughts in your head. Again, traditions are nothing but peer pressure from dead people. Although some traditions are good, though. I didn't say they were all bad. But some of them, I have to wonder, why do you people still do these? Oh, okay. That leads Uh me. Remember I said we should have questions for each other? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Laura, what is the one normal human interaction or tradition that we're forced to do every day that if it was up to you, you'd put a stop to it? What irritates the hell out of you that's supposedly normal with people? Oh, my people? God. I was just going to say, how about dealing with people? <laughs> <laughs> no, just dealing with rude people. Just... But what's oh, normal? No, but what, what's normal? Normal. I personally would make people stop saying "God bless you." Okay, I find it irritating and annoying. Wait, is this something to do with other people? Yes. Or what one normal thing that we do every day interactions with the human race that you would get rid of, put a stop to? Um, I had somebody tell me shaking hands. What's the point? Yeah. Um, other things. But I was interested in what one thing you'd get rid of. I'd say stay in God, stop saying God bless you. It's pointless. You're asking God to make sure demons don't in, in get in your body because you're gasping in air after you sneeze it all out. Okay. <laughs> Let me think on this one for a bit. Okay, I'll leave that card right there. Leave it right there. And we'll maybe remember to ask by the end of the shit show. <laughs> Um, God, what was Barb's question? (laughs) Oh, what does she consider a cult? Yeah. Now, ex-member Brandon goes on to say, Barbara, this is a tough question for anyone to answer, but a great question nonetheless, because everyone has a good, solid thoughts about it. I think many people that spend a large amount of time in a cult, um, and he falls under that category... The longer you're out, the more we feel they are one and the same as far as mind warping. Currently, I believe the only difference is after church, I can go home and never go or switch to a different one. In a cult, you literally have to accept that you would rather die than be there because you are taught that if you leave, you are damning yourself for all eternity. Brandon, wonderful answer. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be the one thing about a cult is if you leave us, you're going to die forever. Um, and it, they used to play heavily on families of, well, your daughter's still here. She's going to miss you in heaven. Ooh. If you, go, yeah. if you leave and don't come back, you know, you knew the truth. You knew the truth and you chose to throw it away to go play with Satan. To go play with Satan. Go play with Satan. On the playground. In <laughs> Jupiter. Um, Brian H. Um, this one kind of hurt to write out. Uh, what are your plans to start a nonprofit? Ah, that's a little tough to answer because just we have lives, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying other people don't, but between working all the jobs I work, um, things I do to help other people sitting here while we're doing this. Like, I'm half-dressed for work right now. I'm probably kind of funny-looking, ain't. <laughs> From the waist up, I'm going to work. From the waist down, I'm going hunting, okay? <laughs> hunting or hiding, take your pick. 
my God. Um, oh. Yeah, I... I hope someday somebody will step forward and go, hey, I got all the time in the world and I can help you out. And I, I bought a book. I bought a book. And That's a start. Girl, I tried to read that. I read the first page and a half probably five times and went, I don't understand any of this. It's like reading the back of what's in your cereal and you're going, okay, I understand four words out of 30. <laughs> You know, what is Xenanthiamphalombalum? I don't know. So, um, I, I, again, I have hopes and dreams of, it's on my bucket list. There you go. See, I have a bucket See? list and didn't even know it. You didn't know it. And and I hope to own an island where it's big enough that everything is self-sustaining and anybody that I've ever known that is tired of the bullshit in life can come, hold up their end of helping us all be sustainable, and just follow the one rule. Don't be an asshole. And we'll all live fine in go. the Caribbean sun. There you go. Yes. Would you like to be invited? I'll be invited, sure. Would you like to be invited? I would like to be invited. Okay. Um, Laura... F wanted a three-hour episode for this. Oi. Maybe we could have done 100 questions in three hours, but we're not going to drag it out like the cult does. Oh, could you? Oh, God, yeah. Kudos to anybody who watched that three hours of video. How could you even still be a member and sit down to watch three hours on mm -mm. a Sabbath? I don't think I could watch three hours of anything, even something that I enjoyed. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a hell of a long time. And it's like a college lecture. You've, no. you've, I've made you listen to like bits and pieces just to show you they're up there droning on and on about words and the meanings of the words and the root and whether it's Greek or it's Hebrew. Um, yeah. Sorry, sweetheart. We can't do three hours. Laura makes me cut it one nine. And I think we made it one time at like 47 seconds or something. Apparently something funky happens with GarageBand. We're just not willing. That's to, what. Yeah, that's we're not what willing to test I that heard. theory. I have no idea what, and I don't know if that's the truth. But that's what when I was researching it, that's what they said. So we're gonna stick with that. Oh, cheers! Here's I got milk. my milk. Got I drank milk. my coffee on the way over. I finished okay. that. Here's my milk. Here's your milk. Cheers, guys. Okay, chug your milk. And because I have to go to work afterwards, no beer. But I brought one to sit here in the room with us symbolically. To represent. Yes. Okay. And I guarantee that will be the first one I crack. Okay. When I'm done working tonight. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Laura F., her question was, other than the three-hour episode, what was the most rebellious thing you did while at the cult? That's oh, a, that's God, a hard one. I can't wait one. to hear this one. Um, I, I guess y'all need to go back and I don't even remember what episode it was and, and listen about when I used to make chocolate. Oh yeah. That'd be the winner. Yeah. Making chocolate. Um, I did so much stuff. The last feast I was there, I walked around openly with a bottle of rum because I was half kicked in the ass anyway. And I was offering it to everybody and anybody and. You know, security's chasing me around, and I ended up slipping out in the corner. There's a um, a dirt road that had a bunch of members' trailers on it, and it was a shortcut, so mm -hmm. they didn't have to drive all the way around the block to get there. They could just cut through. Um, yeah, I was escorted, like, at 3 or 4 a.m. back to my feast dwelling because I tried to sneak <laughs> back on the property and get back quietly. <laughs> 
And I guess they were waiting for me, so... Tasers were not involved, which All is a right. good thing. That's a good I, thing. I give them that much. Um, I, I don't know. I did a lot of tomfoolery. But those two are probably my biggest screw yous. So, okay. Um, Laura. Yeah? My question to you, because I, I, I wrote you three. Okay. What is your greatest fear or phobia? Are you afraid of spiders? Heights? Heights. I'm afraid of heights. Yep. 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 When we went away last summer, there was this really cool, like, bell tower that we could climb up. And, like, you would see views of the city. It was really cool. It was so wooden and rickety, there was no way in hell you were getting me up there. <laughs> no way in hell. None. And of course, Sammy climbed up there, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this body of hers is just going to come flying down because she's going to... No. Nope, nope, nope. You're just not into that. Mm, hell no. I guess mine would be waking up in the cult again. Like, how the hell did I get here? Mm -hmm. And I, I had that one PTDS moment um, that I saw a space heater, and I'm like standing in my feast trailer going, Hold, sweating profusely. How did I get back here? Weirdest flashback experience. I. Anyway, moving on, where are we going next? Oh, I think I have an answer for that one you asked about stuff for every day. What normal thing would you get rid of? Small talk. Good answer. Small talk. I absolutely, I think it's because it's like the introvert in me, but I cannot stand small talk. Even with people I know. I hate small How's talk. How's the weather? Chat. Shut How's up. Sammy? <laughs> do you I like just, your new car? I just, I just do not like, I don't know. It's like, if we're going to talk, let's talk about something meaningful. Right. Let's talk about something that's like. Important. Important. I mean, if you have like, if you have a problem, I'll sit and talk all day long with you, you know. But just like chit chat, and then just no. Like I said, I think it's the introvert in me, but no, it makes me very uncomfortable. It's a very good answer. Well, I'm glad you. <laughs> Didn't matter if I approved. <laughs> well, you didn't notice the sarcasm in that. I did. It was dripping. Gotcha. All right. Okay, back to questions because I'm gonna try and fit them all in. Okay. We got a little bit of time left. Okay? okay, go for it. Lindsay M says, "How is Jesse, and will he come back on the podcast for another episode?" Um, Jess is doing fine. He's trying, like in any early twenties person, get his life together, figure things out. Um, even I can attest, like life is like a video game that you can't bother to read the instructions or how to play, so you just pop it in there and just go for it. And by the time you hit level 20, you should have done certain things in the game mm -hmm. that you didn't do. And now that you're at level 20, you can't go back and do these things. And you can't fix the level damage. And But uh, like many young people, he's finding his way in the world. That's all you can ask. That's all you can right. ask. Um, and she says also, you may not be able to speak about this, or at least not yet. But how is your other son, and do you think he will move to PA to live with or near you? Or at least come for a visit, visit soon. Okay. Um, he's going to be 21 tomorrow. And in all of those years, he only spent three years here in Pennsylvania. So that state is really his home state. Um... I hope he comes for a visit. I'm sure he will. I always wait for that type of thing. Um, 
texted with him a little bit this morning. It's always nice to hear from him. Makes my heart go pitter-pat. Oh, I'm sure it does. You know? I am sure. And Lindsay was the one that asked um, what your reaction was when you found out I was in a cult. Remember I told you when I found yeah. that? Yes, yes. Oh, it was tell me more. Yay. Um, Julie G has like eight questions, so I'm not sure which ones I'm going to get to. Now, oh, I know which one I'm going to get to. Mm-hmm. I hear people in the area hate the cult. So why do you think they haven't been in more trouble with the law? Oh. I personally cannot answer that. All I can do is use your brain. Um, but Julie, we did have an ex-member answer you. Um, and she says, I lived in the area, and I can tell you, it's all about the cha-ching. Yep, I was just going to say that. And that doesn't come from me. That comes from, comes somebody, from somebody else. else. Um, and Julie says, that is such a pukey, small town, common trait. Um, yeah, that's a lot of the reason that stuff is... Still going on. That's not my, my doing. She also asked, have you considered changing your legal name to completely remove any ties or hold the cult has? Why or why not? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I'm not real thrilled with my old... Last name belonged to my father, who I can't stand. Mm. I'm not a boy, and I won't pass it on. Plus, it's a pain in the ass changing your name. You gotta pay for it, too. It's a pain in the ass. But the fact that Kenny laughed at me, that I was still had my name, because in my divorce, I should have been able to legally change it back. And my attorney totally screwed me and told me it would be, like, another 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And in retrospect, I'm going, why would it be $500? It was only 197 for all three of us, you know? And yeah, um, kind of proud of it. Helps people find the place. True. Seriously, all you have to do is Google what cult leader has the last name of blah, 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 blah. Bingo. It's even easier just to type my full culty name into your Google bar and look and read what comes up. Okay. And go down that rabbit hole. I was completely shocked. I, like, somebody else at work pulled their phone out and put my name into their Google bar and showed me everything that comes up when you Google my name. And it just was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, now, what do you think will happen when little man dies? Who do you think will take over? We're not sure on this anymore. anymore. Um, what us ex-members thought would happen, it probably won't happen. So we just, we'll find out when it happens. It's kind of, kind of like watching the train wreck. Now, I think I asked you this in one other episode, but when he does finally kick the bucket, do you think it'll make the news? Are they that big of a cult that it would make the news, do you think? or? I honestly don't know. Again, I... Is, is is the media getting in on the cha-ching? I mean, for the past however many years I've been following, they write article after article. They've been on several TV programs. Um, the, the world's foremost cult knowledge person, Rick Ross, mm -hmm. has acknowledged them as like a Jim Jones type cult. So do you think like when he dies, that say like the local news will do a story on it and then like bigger news outlets will kind of like get into that story? 
I have just no idea. Not a clue. Like I said, this is one of them. We're just going to have to sit and watch it happen. Um, a lot of people have their theories. We'll find out. So, um, and we did have our own security um, that roamed the grounds. They escorted me back to my trailer. When you were drunk. <laughs> well, me and my friend Annette, we finished that bottle of rum. Okay, we sat there laughing and drinking that. And finally, like, it was all gone. And at 3.30, I'm like, girl, I got to go. Hopefully, you know, they're not watching. I should have known better. What else do they have more to do? Look right. for the drunken woman coming back trying to sneak onto the compound. And they knew it was you. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, okay. Um, would you like to hear what an ex-member told me? That um, women speak all the time in front of men now. Oh, really? Why? Why uh, changed? I guess because they're considered higher than the common men. Like different positions. Okay. So you can still be a woman and you can teach men because you have a higher position than them. Oh, okay. Sounds like placating the women a bit, but mm -hmm. do you want to hear the funny part of it though? What? Um, this particular ex-member told me that they would be getting to services about 15, 20 minutes early. They'd like to hobnob with people, see what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. And they could always tell when a woman was speaking. Why is that? The endless line of cars leaving as this person was pulling onto the grounds. And you know who were in this endless lines of cars? Hmm. Men who didn't want to listen to a woman blather. Oh, good Lord. This person knew whether it was a man or a woman speaking by whether or not it was like lemmings to the sea. Get me the hell out of here before I have to listen to a woman teach me something. Because God forbid a woman teach you something. We can't have that. I, I just thought that was so interesting that now they let women teach and the fact that there's men there who have no idea. I mean, you show up and, oh, yeah, my wife's sister is speaking today. So then, you know, it gets through the male congregation and they all, screw this. So, I, I mean, is it okay that's, like, not looked down on that they're leaving? I mean, aren't they supposed to I don't know. Taught? I don't care. That's not my circus anymore. That's not my circus, my monkeys, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, are you ready for another question? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Jane L. asks, what are some of the most harmful things the cult did to families? And with a follow-up of, how have families been able to recover? Some families never recover. Um... A dear friend of mine, her sister is still there. Her sister was there before I was there. Holy crap. And they spent their whole life there. People sink their claws in. You may have doubts, but you sink your claws in for the long run. Some people do, and wow. they just end up dying there. And the harmful things are just too numerous to mention. They separate families. They make you follow stupid-ass rules that rip people apart. It changes your personality. I've mentioned how I've met people years, 10 years, 20 years later, and they're not the same people that they were in the cult, and they've 
apologized because they didn't have to be so strict anymore. They didn't have to, we have to live through this. We have to do this. You have to be righteous. Children, learn, learn, learn. And it, it just fucks your head up. Can you imagine? I, no, I can't. I was um, texting with somebody the other day and automatically when she goes to use the word good, she replaces it with great or awesome. Oh, because you couldn't say good. But to this day, that's where her brain goes. And she can't figure out how to shut that little tiny piece of switch mm -hmm. off. And then she goes out of her way to actually use the words good, happy, instead of great and awesome. She, and I keep, I told her, I said, just keep doing it. It's like lifting weights. It's hard to do starting out, but eventually you'll stop doing these things. Right. Think that's good advice? Yep, I do. Okay. Uh, Lisa P is our friend in Australia that calls me on Sunday nights usually when I'm uh, getting off of work and she's having mimosas and I'm drinking beer. Works out quite well. <laughs> what? No, that's awesome. I, I got a drinking buddy that's, that's halfway great. across the world. Could you ever think of that? Like, no, that is amazing. No. And I just, it's one of those, I think, wow. Hi Lisa. It's just freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I look forward, she calls me through Facebook, so it doesn't really cost so either one of us. great. But there's really nobody up, you know, 11 o'clock my time tonight mm -hmm. when I get off of work. Right. Um, except maybe my friend Drizzle or my, my other friend Tony, they live in Washington State, so that's 11, 10, 9. It's only 8 o'clock there. Right. But anyway, Lisa P's question is for both of us, okay? Mm -hmm. Are you both still enjoying doing the podcast? Yep. I have to say, absolutely. Okay. Um, it's something I look forward to every week. I try and do my homework good. Mm -hmm. I think I use bad English. Yeah. But I slicked in the word good. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was on purpose. Just It was on purpose, right? You said that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Um, she asks, will we do another 100 episodes? I say I absolutely. Hope so, yeah. I have no plans of stopping. And she asks... What are our plans for content? Well, if we can figure out how to get that interview thing working. You know what? My what? son told me, looked at me like I was stupid the other night, and I said, please, please, please show me how to do this. Mm -hmm. Because his friend Mikey is the one that showed me how right. to do it. Right. And he showed me completely how to do it, and it looked fine. So I tried to recall, record a call between me and my mom the other day. Mm -hmm. Did it work? Okay. Well, it threw it into photos instead of throwing it elsewhere. And yeah, it recorded like two minutes worth of shit, but I can't make it sound, I can't make the sound turn on. So. Yeah, we got to put our heads together and figure this. We'll figure it out. Might be in time for the 200th episode, but we'll figure it out. In time for the 200th. And by then we'll have a, a non-profit going. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Lisa, thank you for all of the stuff that, you know, we talk about and have a good time with. Um, here is the last, um, listener based question for you. Um, Laura, what's the worst thing you learned about the cult since we started this? Things that you pop, I tell you something and you're like, holy shit. What is the worst thing you've learned? And you can think about that because we still have probably another nine minutes. The first thing that pops into mind is like the creepy guys going through the bedroom windows and like raping women and girls. To make them a wife. Yes. That is just, 
I, I, I can't even think of the right word for it. I mean, that is just so disgusting and sick and twisted. What I find sick and twisted about that part of it is it's planned. It's not just it's so somebody. It's not just somebody shows up and does this. The elder that once your daughter showed up to talk to your husband and arranged for this to happen because now she's defiled. So messed up. And gets to be a wife of an elder. And meanwhile, this elder and his wife has convinced you and your husband what a righteous thing it is. She's she's going to be with a priest. Oh, it's so righteous. She oh, has yeah. a better oh, place in the kingdom. God. What a bunch of horseshit. I'm shocked and appalled at all the things I know. I, I try and get it all out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would have to be it. That just blows my mind. Yeah, and those windows are purposely left unlocked for these things to happen. And there's probably, I was going to say, there's probably, is there a lock on the inside? Well, it'd be like your house. It's- right, but then, but then who would think that you would need to lock the windows to prevent that? Like, who would anticipate that? Most people lock their windows. Right, but just, oh. I, I just know. know that the windows were purposely left unlocked for easy access. So. So what would happen if this woman, or more likely girl, double-checked the windows and locked them every night? I think she's pretty much in on it, too. I don't know. I haven't spoken to any of these people about their own personal experiences. I just know things from friends, um, maybe a girl's sister who witnessed something. Do you know what I mean? Ugh. Okay, um, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, we've been doing this for over two years now, mm-hmm. and I love Chinese food and I never get it. <gasps> okay. <laughs> wow, sure. Um, you going for Chinese food now? I No, I have to go to work. Anyway, I've had Chinese food three times since we started doing this. Mm-hmm. And I got my homework book. Okay. And all three Chinese fortune cookies that I got made just so much sense about... Oh, okay. What was the last one? Well, the first one, um, whoever asked about... Oh, no, somebody asked about starting a podcast. If we had any um, any words of wisdom. YouTube. Seriously. Uh, YouTube. And I'm sorry that I forgot to say who it was who asked that question. But my friend Drew, who I've only met once, um, up in Warsaw, New York, he posted the other day, be fearless enough to try something for the first time badly. Because mm. at least you tried. You tried it. I mean, if you've never roller skated, you can't expect to go out there on the floor and look like a pro. Right. You may have a natural ability, but you're still going to look like an awkward newborn calf trying to gain its legs. Um, I would say begin, the rest is easy. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, The hardest thing is to start something new. Oh, God, yeah. And I don't even know if, like, you procrastinated to actually taping the first time, knowing what was involved with it. Because I know it took you all week to splice together our mistakes and mumbling and No, that and was because I had no friggin' clue what I was doing. That's what I'm That's saying. What, yeah, it wasn't procrastination. It was just like, I had no clue. But if anybody is thinking about doing a podcast, honest to God, YouTube, 
has every step-by-step -step instruction that you could think of to help you actually do it. Okay. Um, begin. The rest is easy. My next fortune cookie says, it's better to face danger than to always be in fear. And remember, we talked before we even did an episode about what could happen, might what happen. And remember, I was all freaked out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we weren't even going to go with made up names and right, all kinds right, right. of shit. And I was like, I'm too dumb to remember that you're supposed to refer to me as somebody else. Right. And I'd refer to Kenny as Kenny. And we'd be always editing this stuff. And we don't edit anymore. Edit's our loose term. And the last thing that I have here on my book says, do not let what you don't have prevent you from using what you do have. Hmm. Okay. And um, I think a lot of people look at the obstacles in their way and say, I can't do that. It's not realistic. And we kind of said, let's do this. How do we do this? And... Um, one of my questions for you was, if you could change anything about this podcast, what would it be? Because my answer would have been, make the first five episodes great. Good Lord. Um, or at least give people the ability to know that it gets much better afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, they were very painful. But, again begin the rest is easy right. look at us two years later having fun with it right right um talking to people around the world right. although we're not the only ones if you listen to any other podcast they will say that their first five ten whatever they're like oh my god unless you're working with somebody who's done it before and there's a professional mm -hmm. me and you just jumped into this as regular people hey right let's see what we can do right and I personally never thought it would have turned into something like this. Mm -mm, me neither. Um, thank you for all of the people who have written to us, um, telling us about your personal experiences. A lot of people, Laura, they don't want me to mention anything. But I've had conversations with them, and just, I, it may only have been once, but it, and I'll look back, you know, through my, my, my messenger and realize, you know, that we only spoke once maybe months ago, but... Maybe they just needed somebody to talk to mm -hmm. that day. Right. And it was great. Um, and guys, I'm, me and Laura are both always there. If you need anybody to talk to, you need something yep. that we can help out with, um, you know, reach back and help people. That's all I can tell you. We live in a shitty damn world, and that's how I get my rocks off, doing, doing stuff for other people. It's kind of looking at life and going, you suck shit life, but I'm making a difference. Right. One person at a time, one smile at a time. You know, the teenager in front of you at a fast food joint, which I don't eat fast food, but I have, you know, they're 60 cents short. You toss a dollar onto right. the counter yep. and say, yep. enjoy kid. Yep. Because I was there as a teenager. I'm working, I'm going to school and you're like 60 cents short for something. And it really sucks. Mm -hmm. And seriously, how much is that 60 cents really costing you? Right. Um, okay, shall we real quickly get to some screenshots? Sure. Sure? Sure. Sure. We got about three minutes. Um, okay. We won't get to their official crap today. Um, but guys, be the person who breaks the cycle. If you were judged, please choose to understand where the other person's coming from. 
if you were rejected for whatever reason, please try and choose acceptance and realize everybody's different. Um, if you were shamed, please choose compassion. Not everybody dresses, has the same hairstyle, things that we do, you do. Um, just be the person you needed when you were hurting and not the person who was hurting you. Break the cycle. Because that's what a lot of this is in the world. People continuing stupid cycles. Right, right. Um, yep. You know, just be a better person than the person that broke you. And that's pretty much all you can do with karma in life. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, heal instead of becoming bitter so you can act from your heart and not your pain. Because most people don't act, they react right. to no, what's that's happening. that's the truth, right. Um, and you, really, you got to train your mind for that one, too. And another rough lesson in life, guys, is you got to understand that some people really never grow. They either don't want to, they're not given the opportunity, they're just dumb as a box of rocks and they don't get it. Um, but they'll never learn their lessons. They'll never recognize their mistakes, that they're hurting people. They never acknowledge their faults and they'll never admit that they were in the wrong. Um, you'll never receive an apologies from these mm -mm. people. Don't even go looking for validation for it because yeah. it'll never happen and they'll never see their behavior as bad. Um, kudos to everybody who knocks out the toxic people in their life. It's a really it's hard difficult. thing to do. Um, get a hold of us guys. Somehow we're at a minute nine already. How about that? Happy hundredth. Happy hundredth, Deb. Send us our, your questions, Kool-Aid recipes, all that good shit. Um, you, you know, should all know how to get a hold of us by now. P.O. Box 284, Oakdale, Pennsylvania, 15071. You got the, uh, email and we got Instagram, the Facebook page Twitter, and Twitter and all right. those things I don't understand. Yep. Anyway, guys, it's been fun. Thanks for all your help with the 100th episode. It's been Deb. And Laura. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.